welcome to Lionheart Talks, a series of podcasts from Lionheart. Hello and welcome to Lionheart Talks podcast. This six-part series is all about well-being and on this episode we are focusing on fear, failure and disappointment. I'm Melissa Goffrundle and I am the Strategic Relationships Manager for Lionheart. I am very lucky to be here today with Ben. Ben, it's great to have you along. Do you want to uh, spend the next couple of seconds just letting us, uh, letting the listeners know where you are and what you're doing? Yep, um, so my name is Ben Halpin. Um, I am a support officer for Lionheart. Um, I'm one of three support officers that works for Lionheart and deal with day-to-day issues that people may face. So Ben, it's lovely to have you along here today and um, let's dive straight in and talk a bit about how you come across fear, failure and disappointment in your day-to-day work that you do at Lionheart. Okay, so um, in my role um, as a support officer, where fear, failure and disappointment may come in usually would be to do with people's workplaces. So fear would tend to be something like somebody is scared to ask for a pay rise or a promotion, um, or they have their um, APC assessment coming up and they're really nervous about it. Failure would be, again, around around the workplace. And again, it could be things like being referred in their, for their APC assessment or not getting the promotion or the pay rise that they were hoping for or expecting or not getting a job where they've tried to land another role or things like that. And then disappointment would really come from the from not getting the thing that they wanted to get or not having what they what they thought they would get. That sounds like it got a real widespread there, Ben, of all of those challenges that might that people might mm-hmm. be facing and why they contact Lionheart um yeah think for in just looking at this in the round what do you think what stands out most for you what do you think probably is the most common call that you get coming in to the support team on this subject um I think it would be to do with the APC to be honest I think because the because it's such a it's quite the, the APC is a long journey and there's a lot riding on the one hour assessment that you get after after mm-hmm. two years and I think that there is fear around being referred and what that might mean for their job or how they're going to feel if they've if they've been referred when all their colleagues have passed and then the sort of the how that how that tends to play out so you will have sort of the disappointment of of referral and the feeling of failure and I think um one of the things for me with it, and I think it could be the reason why the RICS use different wording, is the thing with with failure is it sounds really final and it sounds like that's it and it's done, whereas it's not really. Everything can there's very few things that I think you um, you can not not complete or not complete successfully that you can't do it. You can't have another try, and the APC is definitely one of them. And I think I hear this quite a lot in in my role, Ben, is that 
that candidates do get very nervous, get very anxious mm -hmm. in the run-up to the exam. Quite often, yeah. um, people are working at the same time as, as studying for these exams and they've got family yeah. life. So it can all become incredibly stressful. And mm -hmm. and it is one day, it is that one moment in in that, that assessment and, and there's a lot riding yeah. on it. And quite obviously, there when is. they do... I mean, when they pass, it's absolutely brilliant. And I know there's that enormous sense of relief, but we do come across those individuals that have really struggled um, and perhaps don't get that opportunity. You know, they, they don't get it that first time and, and they mm -hmm. are referred. And and I do hear that people do get incredibly, do get incredibly upset about it because they do feel that, oh, you know, they, they've, they're just not good enough and that they, you know, what are they going to do next? Do they feel confident enough to, to, mm -hmm. to take that next set and perhaps go back and, and take it again. So um, do you get people that contact you that have probably failed it more than once? We do. We've had people, we've had people where they've, they've been referred multiple times and they are starting to feel despondent with it and they don't know whether it's, the, it's still the path that they want to go down. And it is really difficult because it's not just, it's not just, the two years that they would have done the APC for, but there's the there's the years previous to that where they've maybe been on an apprenticeship or they've been studying at university for three or four years, and they may have had to get a master's to um, for the degree to to become accredited. Um, so it's it's basically it can be for people everything that they've done since leaving school. Um, so when they do get referred, it's hugely disappointing and it's hugely upsetting for people as well mm -hmm. and I think that it can be something where they they can really feel really feel like they don't want to do it anymore because it has taken up so much of their life and I think that you're right about where they're having those two years of or maybe m maybe longer where particularly towards the end when they're getting towards their actual assessment and they may be giving in their submission where they're giving up all their evenings they're giving up all their weekends they're working solidly for a good number of months and it can be really difficult for that not to pay off yeah and I think it takes an enormous amount of courage and resilience I imagine to get back into mm -hmm. the the mindset that they're gonna they're gonna give it another go um and and we've heard from one of our ambassadors how he had numerous attempts at it and and probably had got to the stage where he did want to give up and he was looking at other career paths so he showed enormous courage and resilience to get on and do it at, at another time and and it was at that point that he found Lionheart which was was brilliant mm -hmm. because we were able to help him with his mindset we were able to help him with um with his resilience in in getting back on and doing it again um, and he was finally successful. And um, I, know, I know in particular that that individual is incredibly, um, found it incredibly beneficial to um, yeah. to get that help from, from Lionheart. So there are lots of practical ways that, that we can help. In terms of what we could be looking at, what would, what would you suggest maybe if you had an APC candidate that, that contacted you and said that they they had been referred they were really struggling to get their head mm -hmm. around that next attempt what mm -hmm. do you think ben would be the first kind of things that you would say to them to to, to maybe explore how they could they could reset the exam so for me the start would be 
um, where they think it's gone wrong. I think with failure, there's a people will often say like to learn from your mistakes, but I think that learning from your mistakes takes quite a lot of work, and I think that it needs to be done as well. It would be something that that I would do if I didn't feel that, say, an interview had gone well, or in this case, an assessment had gone well. Coming out of that interview, I would be looking at all the, all the areas that I don't th think I've excelled in, and I would look at what I'd need to do to change all those things, and I would do it quite sort of, um, I can't think of the word, but I would I would go through it all anyway, and I would look at the things that I don't think I've done to, I, I don't think I've done properly, or I didn't think I'd done well enough or anything where I've been tripped up and I've not been able to answer a question would be go away and find out the answer to that question. And then I think the other thing that I think people get sort of bogged down in when they go into these things is that they feel that they shouldn't be nervous. So there's quite often where you will start something like this and you'll even be told by assessors maybe like, don't be nervous. It's just, your, if this is just you talking about your experiences, but nerves aren't something that you choose. It, doesn't happen that you you are fearful or you become nervous because that's what you've decided to do that day it's it's a it's a natural it's a natural thing and it's about the situation that you're in so i think people should be f should forgive themselves for being fearful or nervous in assessments and just try and make sure that they can deal with them or try and make sure that it's not going to affect their performance during that assessment too much other than that i think it's it's absolutely okay to be nervous and get as much practicing as possible and hopefully with people that you don't know and you can ask at the end if you've come across as nervous and I know for the for a lot of the people where we've run APC practice presentations um, and they've told me that they were nervous the reality of it as in 99% of cases has been you wouldn't have known that they were nervous at all so what they're feeling inside isn't being projected across during that presentation. Uh, yeah and I certainly have I, I know when I've been nervous, it, people say to you, that shows you care. And I think that's very exactly. true. I think if someone said to mm -hmm. me they weren't nervous in that situation, I'd probably be a bit worried um, that, mm -hmm. that they hadn't necessarily covered all bases. But um, yes, you can. And, and you mentioned it there, Ben. Contact Lionheart to arrange a practice session um, mm -hmm. of your APC presentation. So please do get in contact with us. Um, there'll be plenty of information in the show notes um, and I'll mention this again at the end, how you can get in contact with us. But please do, because I know, and, and you'll probably be able to echo this, Ben, those individuals that have contacted us um, to, to arrange those practice sessions have come away from it a lot more confident because they've they've Absolutely. then got that element of the of the assessment done they can tick because they've got all of the feedback and we are critical um, about what it is that that maybe you need to change but in a very kind way we'll be very constructive but it really mm -hmm. is a fantastic opportunity to get one of the team or, or a number of the team to watch your presentation and focus entirely on your delivery and not necessarily the content so we, mm -hmm. d we, we, we definitely can't help you with the content but we're there to help you with your delivery so fantastic service that we offer there Ben and and we certainly know that a lot of candidates have found it really beneficial. So and I think I think that um, a lot of the times as well, the, pe the only people that they've done um, their mock interviews with or their assessments with is either their counsellor or their colleagues, and it's people that they already know. 
which is a di really different sort of it's a really different environment than doing it in front of somebody that you've never met before and it, it's also a really good way of making sure that your tech works properly because the last thing that you want on an assessment is not being able to get into the meeting or something that's happening that's not allowing you to share your screen a really good way to um, check that sort of um, outside of your own network where teams can act a little bit differently and i think that's a really good point because we've heard from other ambassadors that they've you know talked to themselves in the mirror talked to their family members pets anyone that's willing mm -hmm. to listen but sometimes it's it's just nice it's just beneficial to have that independent little panel talking you, you talking to them they can give you that instant feedback um and it and it has as i say it has proved very very useful to a lot of the the candidates that have gone through it ben that's fantastic we've got lots of information there around apc um mm -hmm. is there any other situations that you come across where you've touched on this challenge with with fear failure and disappointment um i think with fear in particular i think usually where i mean most of our most of our work in these three areas would usually be around somebody's employment and i think with fear a lot of the time it can be things like either they're not sure whether or not they want to change jobs because the job that they've got at the moment is okay but it's not challenging them or, or there's something missing from it but it's but it's okay and then there's another job where the risk could be quite high they're either going to go into their dream job or they may absolutely hate it and I think there can be a real fear around jumping jumping from something that is really secure to something which may not be so and the other thing around fear would usually be around where somebody needs to or feels that they need to maybe give a grievance against somebody that they're either working they're working with or their boss or anything like that because it can have quite an effect on your on your job so that's quite so we, we've as i say we focus quite closely on the apc that's a, but mm -hmm. but recognizing that people do still struggle with fear and the failure and and, and the disappointment later on in their career as well it's not just focusing yeah. on those at the start and and you know, as we go on through our career, we still do, um, you know, find this this quite a challenge. And and I think that's quite interesting, those elements that you've brought in, because I'm sure also those elements where people are finding themselves really challenged in a, in a job or, or maybe fearing making that, that step either to a new job or to a promotion or, or building up that confidence can sometimes have quite an impact on, on people's mental health as well. I'm sure that that people do sometimes stroke might might cause a certain element of anxiety or feeling that mm -hmm. perhaps they're not inadequate or good enough so i think knowing that we're that we've come across this at lionheart and knowing that we've got dedicated staff here in the team that can have yeah. that conversation is really quite helpful yeah absolutely um we're all we're all trained we're all we're all nice we all listen um anybody that comes through to us with anything like this they may not think that what they're going through is important enough to contact Lionheart, but if it's if it's something that's having an effect on your mental health in any way at all, it's definitely something that we want to try and help you with if we can. So yeah, do come to us where there has been a disappointment or something that you need to do is frightening you, or you've not got the result that you wanted to in any anything that you've that you've done within either your workplace or not. Doesn't have to be the workplace either. That's really helpful, Ben. Thank you for that. So, Ben, thank you very much for your time today. It's been really interesting talking to you about this, and I'm hoping that 
everyone that's listening's managed to take something away from that today. And I'd like to say thank you to you, the listeners, for um, listening to this first series of Lionheart Talks podcasts. Um, if you are affected by any of the subject matters that we've covered here today, please do get in contact with one of our teams. All of the contact information is on our website at lionheart.org.uk. And please, if you've liked this, please subscribe to the series and help us by leaving a review. So, Ben, thank you very much for today. And uh, we hope to hear from you guys again soon. Take care. Bye bye. Thanks so much for joining us on Lionheart Talks and we hope you've enjoyed the episode. Subscribe now on your favorite podcast platform to hear from us again and don't forget you can find out more about how we're helping surveyors and their families on our website, lionheart.org.uk.